Hey, y'all. I'm Jordan Gill, host of the System Samey podcast. More entrepreneurs are seeking freedom and flexibility, but how does that really happen? Systems, of course. I'm lifting the hood to my successful life-first business, sharing strategies and thought-provoking prompts to how your business can accomplish the same for you. Let's get it. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the System Samey podcast. I'm Jordan Gill, and today I want to talk about the top five nourishing things that you can do in your business because it's sweater weather. I've got my fuzzy socks out. I've got my soups made, and it just feels like we all need a little bit of nourishment. Am I right? So in the spirit of fuzzy things and warmth, uh, let's talk about some fun nourishing things that you can do to, again, kind of rejuvenate, revive, and make you feel like you're giving just yourself the biggest hug ever. So the first thing that I would suggest or that I'm doing right now that if you would like to join in on the fun, you can, is to share the good cheer. And this comes from a time in which I am navigating grief and loss and just a lot of mental fog because of that. And something that I've always done and that I really learned from my parents at a young age is when you're having a crappy day or when you are just not feeling great or whatever the case is, instead of just kind of wallowing and just not allowing yourself to kind of get out of it, to go out and send positive vibes, words, gifts to other people. So what this looks like for me in my business is when I'm having a bad day or when I'm just feeling like, ugh, I will go and again, spread good cheer. And that looks like uh, leaving podcast reviews for people that I really enjoy listening to their shows It is going and uh, giving ratings and recommendations on Facebook pages or uh, LinkedIn recommendations or different things to just let people know that I appreciate them and that they're doing good work and to keep it up because I don't know about you, but there's never, I don't think anyway, uh, never too much of that. And I actually um, was at an event where we did this exercise and it was a very quick exercise and yet so deep. And what we did was uh, we closed our eyes and we were to think about somebody who loves us very, very much and what they would say when you accomplish your goals? Like what are some words, two sentences specifically that they would say to you to celebrate you or to be excited for you? So we wrote those down and there were two groups and the first group went and they stood in a line and closed their eyes. And the second group took those two sentences of encouragement and we walked behind each individual person and whispered those two sentences, words of encouragement, being proud, et cetera, to each of the people that that had their eyes closed. And then, you know, after we were done with that, we we flipped 
groups. So then the second group had their eyes closed and the first group went to each person and whispered into their ear two sentences of encouragement. There was not a dry eye uh, at all in that exercise. And it took all of 10, 15 minutes. And what that told me was that there is just never enough encouragement and kindness and support going around. And even if you're not a words of affirmation, love language person, so maybe it doesn't feel like that would be the most impactful to you, it still is something that I think we all struggle with because we're always striving and going and moving and trying to get the next thing. And so instead of embracing ourselves in the moment and hearing from people that you're doing a good job, you know, you just kind of move on to the to the next. And so this is something that I am doing pretty much on a daily basis to stop from crying and to get myself out of again just kind of the the mental fog and i just think it's a good practice and it's something that i want to continue to do uh even you know as i move through this uh season in my life is to share the good cheer and to consistently let people know that i think they're doing a great job and that i think that they are on the right path or they've inspired me or they've helped me with XYZ. There's just never enough of that in the world, to be honest. And especially when the world is the way that it is right now, it just, it can feel like all you're hearing is bad news. So cheering at the good cheer is something that you can do that's very nourishing to not only yourself, but to the other person on the receiving end as well. The second thing that I've done to help nourish me in this season is to read myself affirming thoughts. And so it's kind of the opposite of what the first one was, which is, you know, encouragement and whatnot for other people. But something that I have done a lot this year uh, from just, again, a lot of different things that happened is... I have read myself really affirming thoughts and these aren't even necessarily in like an affirmation format. It's just hearing myself say nice things to myself because I am my toughest critic. I am extremely hard on myself and I'm trying to practice grace. (laughs) I'm trying to uh, not allow myself to be my biggest bully. So to hear myself on a regular basis saying nice things to myself has definitely helped to overcome some of those, again, negative emotions and thoughts that that creep up quite often. And, you know, kind of added on to this actually is that I, you know, I'm very close with my family and I have asked my mom and my dad to send me weekly voice notes and just again, to help me through this time and to just again, help with eliminating the negative thoughts. And they have been so wonderful. I listen to them all the time. And I just, again, I think that too often we just allow ourselves to be really mean to ourselves. And 
this is a way that we can instead nourish our souls and nourish our hearts to, again, move through whatever it is that we're moving through. So that's something that I've done. You could just record yourself in a voice memo. You know, I, I just record, I recorded uh, a few different ones uh, just on my phone. And then when I'm feeling some type of way, then I will go and listen to them and, you know, move through my emotions. Thing that you can do that's nourishing for you and your business is to prune your heart out. And this is something I'm doing very diligently, both in my life and my business, because I'm craving quite a bit of spaciousness so that I can not only continue to perform well in my business, but also to take care of me as a human. And a lot of times we just add, 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 add into our lives. And instead, I think that now is a really great time to take out things that are no longer serving you or to eliminate things that feel hard or difficult or sad. And that doesn't mean that you just have an easy street life or business because that's I mean, I'm not going to put that on you, but that hasn't ever necessarily been my uh, experience. However, if you don't take the time to get rid of things on your plate or in your life that are just really, really pulling at you, then all that stuff's going to add up. And that is unfortunately what can lead to burnout. It can lead to health implications. It can lead to a lot of negative stuff. So the third thing to do uh, in a very short and sweet manner is to prune your heart out with when it comes to life and business. The next uh, nourishing thing that you can do in your business is this exercise that I shared to my email list, but I'm going to share here too, because I found it to be really helpful in kind of knowing what to prune and knowing what is fueling me right now. And that exercise is to think about your best month ever. And like really, really think about what are the things that you're spending your days on? Who are you talking to? Who are you connecting with? Those sorts of questions, because I find that that uncovers a truth that you may not you may not honor, you may not think to put at the forefront because of obligations, because of just expectations, all the different things. And when most people think, okay, your best month, okay, whatever that is, take that revenue, divide it by how many clients or students you want to have, how many, you know, pricing, like they go into spreadsheet land, which I enjoy spreadsheet land as well. And at the same time, I think that too often when we're in spreadsheet land, we aren't actually tapped into our feelings. And I will say that when I was in the thick of running my done in a day program, my feelings were on the back burner. I would say pretty much that whole time (laughs) because I had obligations. I had things that I had to keep up with for a multitude of reasons. Number one, the goals that I had set for myself, the things I wanted to prove to myself, the payroll that I needed to pay, the 
uh, KPIs that I needed to keep, all of that stuff added up and there was no room for, well, does Jordan still like this? Does Jordan enjoy this? You know, how does Jordan feel about it all? That, that wasn't at play necessarily because I had a goal and I had a spreadsheet, right? So what I'm doing now that I have eliminated a lot uh, on my plate, both in life and business, is to go back to that opportunity and that question around having the best month ever and what that actually looks like for me. And it's definitely a a light uh, in the darkness. It's definitely something that makes me feel like, okay, you know, I get to rewrite whatever this next season is for me and create a really amazing experience for the next season. And the fifth most nourishing thing that you can do in your business is to get offline. I've been really thinking about this offline situation for uh, not a while, but just like a little while, (laughs) I suppose. And it's this idea that, you know, I have been extremely diligent with being very, very visible, with being, you know, having my marketing on lock, all of that stuff for, again, I would say the better part of like four years. And when it came down to, you know, after my my event and like then having the space for all that life had going on for me that I kind of during my event week had to compartmentalize was just like, I, I didn't want to feel like I was having to, you know, appease the, the marketing machine. Even when, again, I, just didn't feel like showing up. And, you know, usually when I don't feel like showing up, I'll put up some like Instagram B-roll or or stuff like that. But honestly, I just was like, I don't even want to do that. <laughs> and, you know, with being puffy eyed and, and tired and all these things, like I just decided to honor where I was at and realize like, I'm okay. Like I'll figure it out. And right now, like you are just having to navigate emotions that you've never really had to navigate before. And so why pressure yourself to keep up the machine when, again, I don't, I'm not really a fan of, of just like doing stuff to do things and to, you know, pressure yourself to hustle and grind. Like that's literally never been my thing. And so while I do believe in consistency and I do believe in making sure that again, you're, you're not letting your business just, you know, fly off the side, it's also going to be all right. And getting offline is something that I, again, have been doing since the very beginning of October, like October first or second, I think is the last post I had on, on Instagram. And it really made me realize how much life I had missed and not in the sense of 
like, again, I wasn't ever present in my life. But if you have been listening to this podcast for a while, you know that in March or when was it? May. Uh, I had a conversation with my husband just about how I was lacking presence and how I had an unhealthy relationship with my business. And I became too obsessive and I became too online and, and attached. And so actually taking the time off of social media and taking the time to actually be with my family and to take some breaths was very refreshing, if I'm being honest. And not because I hate social media, because I don't actually hate social media and whatnot. And, you know, I just, I had never done that before. I'd never been offline like this. So I, because even with the two weeks at the end of the year that my team and I take, it really was like, oh, like I still like to post on social media during those two weeks. So it's it's felt very interesting. It's felt like, okay, we are literally just like letting it go. Um, it's It's really been refreshing. And so I encourage you that if you're feeling pressured or feeling like, oh, I got to do this, I got to do that, I got to keep up with the machine. No, you don't. No, no, you don't. You can come back and you can get it figured out. I don't care about the Instagram algorithm. And if it hates me when I get back, doesn't matter to me because I am, again, focused on nourishing myself, nourishing the, the people around me. And I know that when I come back, it will it will be in good time and it will be just the right time. So having that belief is is big too. So getting offline, you know, taking the time that you need is really, really nourishing. And I know that can be scary depending on where you're at in your business. So, you know, take, take my advice or not, like whatever is going to be most helpful to you right now. So I'll recap the five nourishing things that you can do in your business. The first thing is share the good cheer. The second, the second nourishing thing is to read yourself affirming thoughts or ask others to read affirming thoughts to you. Next is to prune your heart out. Uh, fourth is the exercise of thinking about your best month ever. What were you doing? Who were you connecting with? Who were you talking with, etc. And then lastly is to get off lane, offline. Yes, <laughs> not offline. Anywho. I hope that this has felt like a big old hug through your ear canal, I guess. That got, that got weird. But I just am feeling like collectively there's a lot going on with people and just having conversations about what everyone's going through. It is, it's a tough season and I try to give as much grace as I possibly can uh, because that's ideally what I would like, you know, for me. And so if you're going through something, hopefully at least one or a few of these nourishing things are things that you can do to, again, give yourself some grace and move through the season that you're currently in. Uh, I hope that you enjoyed this episode and I look forward to recording the next one. Thanks for listening to the System Save Me podcast. Make sure to follow us on Instagram for daily advice or LinkedIn if that's more of your jam. Let me know if anything resonated with you by DMing me or tagging me in stories. 